الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين أما بعد يقول الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن يريد إصلاحا يوفق الله بينهما صدق الله العظيم Honorable ulama, respected elders, brothers and mothers and sisters. Yes, the Sharia has permitted talaq, divorce, after the couple have exhausted the channels leading to talaq. That's what I want to speak about today. That talaq is permitted. Talaq is permissible in the Sharia of Islam. However, there are certain procedures that the Sharia wants a couple to follow before they can actually reach the point of talaq. So on one side, we don't want you to throw your marriage away for every trivial matter. And on the other side, we don't want you to stick around when there's abuse or where the relationship is not fulfilling the requirements of the nikah. So Islam says, when there's problems in a home, when there's crisis in the home, the first thing you do is you try to reconcile, you try to patch up, you try to amend, you try to make things work. Yes, we'll get to talaq, we'll get to divorce, but that should be your last resort, not your first resort. Very often, People push for talaq on the first instance. Marana, I just want out. I'm sick and tired of this marriage. I don't want to stay any longer in this home. Sometimes it's the husband that's pushing. Sometimes it's the wife that's pushing. I had enough. Enough is enough, Marana. I don't want to hear any ulama speaking. I don't want to hear anybody advising me. I just want out. So at that moment, both parties are adamant on breaking the relationship. Allah is saying, we'll get to divorce. But first, try and reconcile. Because Islam attaches value to the relationships in society. When you're saving a home, you're not only saving two people's life. There's children involved. There's the extended family involved. You are saving two entire families altogether. It's not just about two people at the end of the day. So Islam wants you to reconcile first. The Quran goes on to say, if after trying to reconcile amongst each other, after communicating with one another, after trying to iron out the issues amongst themselves, they could not come right. The second step Islam says, Choose somebody senior in the family on his side and choose a representative on her side and let the seniors get together and try to iron out the issues amongst themselves. And what an important juncture this is. When we implore the help of somebody outside, we are bringing in fresh angles, a fresh pair of eyes, they are able to see things differently. 
They can draw your attention to other matters which you might not be thinking about at that time and which could be very crucial. So Allah says, appoint a representative from his side, appoint a representative from her side, let the two parties meet and let's see how we can make things work. And Allah says an amazing thing. If both parties are sincere and if both parties are genuine about the endeavors of reconciliation, Allah says, I will give them mahabba and love again. Allahu Akbar. Allah says, I will give muhabba and love again to that couple, provided they are sincere and they are earnest in what they are doing. The question is, are we throwing in the towel too early? Or are we taking unilateral decisions? Are we pursuing the necessary channels before we even get to talaq? So Allah says, I am the one that mends people's relations. I am the one that grants mahabba to people. Allah says, you can spend the entire world and its contents to unite people. Allah says, you can't do so. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I unite people, not you. Allah. So if the couple is genuine and they really want to reconcile and they really want to make it work, Allah says, I will be the person to grant them muhabba and love again. But there's effort involved. So that's the second process. The third part, if through arbitration you are unable to iron out your issues, go for counseling. Go for counseling. And yes, if after counseling things do not come right, then the Sharia doesn't want you to stick around also. You either keep your wife and your partner with love and affection, with kindness, or you let her go with kindness. So these are the processes we need to keep in mind when we're talking about divorce, when we're talking about talaq. Talaq is permitted as the last option, not as the first option. How many people sit with regret a few months down the line? Malana, if only I realized my folly and my mistake at that time. If only I realized how foolish I was at that time. If only I realized how angry I was at that time. Ya Allah. So talaq should be a thought out process. It should never be done in the fit of anger. It should never be done haphazardly. It should never be done without consultation. Pursue the avenues before you actually reach talaq. And I want to emphasize here, when you are having crisis in your home, if you are unable to make that home on your own, then try to get some assistance from outside in terms of counseling, in terms of getting ulama involved or somebody senior involved. Because when you do things on your own, shaitan will push for divorce and nothing else. There's a beautiful hadith in Muslim Sharif, Shaitan, when the day commences, he sends his cronies out into the world to create mischief. فَأَقْرَبُهُمْ إِلَيْهِ مَنْزِلَةً أَعْضَمُهُمْ فِتْنَةً 
The closest to shaitan is that crony who can create the greatest of mischief. فَيَجِئُ أَحَدُهُمْ فَيَقُولُ فَعَلْتُ كَذَا وَكَذَا One of his disciples would come to him at the end of the day and report back to him and say, you know what, today I went out and I made this person do so and so crime. Shaitan will say to him, مَا سَنَعْتَ شَيْئًا You haven't achieved anything great. فَيَجِئُ أَخَرُ Another person will come, another disciple of Shaitan would come and he said, مَا تَرَبْتُهُ حَتَّى فَرَّقْتُ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ إِمْرَأَتِهِ said, oh shaitan, I pushed so hard between that husband and that wife that I made sure that before I leave, they divorced each other. Shaitan becomes so happy, so happy that he embraces the crony of his. So when you're doing things on your own, shaitan is the third. He will make sure that he makes you think that divorce is the only option at that moment. And he makes you believe and he makes you think that once you get out of this relationship, your problems will end. And people push hard. They only want divorce. So I'm emphasizing when there's problems, try to resolve your matters with the third party. The benefit of that, let's say you get a scholar involved. The benefit of that is he will be able to keep both parties at hand. And he will be able to work with both sides. Because of his neutral position, he can liaise with the, with the girl's party as well as the boy's party. And he can draw the wisdom of the Sharia and the Quran and the Sunnah that Allah has bestowed him with. I also want to emphasize that before you get to talaq, explore the reasons. Why are you actually opting for divorce? Are you divorcing because at this moment you are so angry are you opting for divorce because of your ego at times there's a clash of personalities there's a clash of egos and nine out of ten people are divorcing because of ego reasons personalities involved i don't want to back off from my position or she doesn't want to back off from her position yeah let's 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 file for divorce and so Explore your reasons. And the amazing thing is that when you go into the reasons, when you do soul searching, you realize for a trivial matter, you are willing to sacrifice all that you have. So explore the reasons. Is it a genuine reason why I'm pushing for divorce? Or is it something trivial? Can I, can I make it work? Can I make it work? And the reason why Islam values relationship is because at the end of the day, the children will have a home. They can grow up amongst both parties, amongst the father and the mother. Study what psychologists say about children when the parents are going through a divorce. Children between the ages of three to nine years of age, they blame themselves. You even see small children coming to daddy, I won't, I won't ask you for anything anymore. I don't want anything anymore, Daddy. Just you and Mommy must work together. Please, Daddy, you people don't fight. And our psychologists, the impact of divorce on children between 9 and 13, they become independent. They feel betrayed. There's mistrust. Psychologists say that this age group feel their parents were selfish. They put their own interests before their children's interests. And psychologists say that these children, 
then grow to be aggressive adults with a lot of anger and a lot of hostility. And I, I can tell you this as a teacher. You see the child, only 9, 10 years old, the amount of aggression he's got in his life is, is mind-boggling because he can't cope with what's happening at home. It impacts on their performance at schools. Suddenly you see the grades falling. A child that was bright and was excelling in his study, now suddenly he's, he's failing. That's the impact of divorce on children. And that's what we are saying, that when people are fighting for divorce, keep all the angles in front of you. It's just not a matter of husband and wife. There's too many people's lives involved in here. Nine out of ten people sit with regret later on in life. Especially people who did not follow the protocol and the procedure. So I've discussed, number one, try to iron out your issues amongst husband and wife. Number two, try to get arbitration between the two families. Number three, if that doesn't work, go for counseling. Number four, if you have to opt for divorce, then do it the right way. The Prophet of Allah was sitting and he got the information of a Sahabi who divorced his wife and he gave all three divorces. He became so furious and he stood up among the Sahaba and he said, Ma balu ahadikum? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Are people making a mock of the Quran and the Kitab of Allah whilst I'm alive? So if there's a need for divorce, then do it the right way. Do it with the guidance of a scholar. Because a scholar will help you annul that marriage. And the benefit of that is, if tomorrow you want to reconcile, there's hope. So the husband must divorce his wife in the following manner. I'm not going to go into too much details, but I'm going to speak about the important part of talaq. If the husband has to issue the divorce, then let him divorce his wife in a period where he has not had relations with her. Number two, she is in her clean cycle. She's not going through her menses. And number three, let him divorce her by issuing one talaq only. Allow me to reiterate that. The husband can annul the marriage by issuing one talaq only. It is a misconception, a widespread misconception to think that the husband has to divorce his wife three times in order to dissolve the marriage. That is incorrect. That is wrong. It is strongly abhorred by the Sharia. Talaq is like a gun. One bullet can do the job. You don't need to waste the other two. Allah says an amazing thing. Allah says give one divorce. Because you don't know what the future holds. Allah says perhaps after a few months, after a few years, you want to get back together. The option still remains. Because you only issue one talaq. And let me clarify here, if the husband issues one divorce to his wife 
and he allows her to sit her iddat period. She is free to marry whoever she wants. Once the wife completes her iddat period, she is free to marry whoever she wants. And if she wants to remain single, that's her prerogative. There's no compulsion. She's free. It's her own choice. If you really want to dissolve matters, then do it the right way. And the husband is also free to marry whoever he wants. But the Sharia is saying, issue only one divorce, because quite often we see the scenario that few months down the line, the parties realize that it's better to be together than to be separated like this, because children are suffering, families are suffering, we are suffering. Let's try and reconcile. But that can only happen if you do it with the guidance of a scholar or somebody learned. Now let's take the example of a husband who issued all three divorces. The game is over. Now you can cry buckets of tears. Malana, I never meant it. I was angry. I was furious. I wasn't in my senses. I wasn't in the right frame of mind. My brother, there's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that anyone can do to help you out. So if divorce has to take place, let it be the right way. You divorce your wife once and only once and you allow her to set the iddat, let her finish her iddat and let her move on. For more details with regards to Masail of Talaq, please approach your local ulama and get more guidance. The next thing I want to discuss and which is very important. Once the talaq has taken place, both parties need to respect each other. The Prophet of Allah said, the worst of people on a day of Qiyamah are those people who are intimate with each other and after that they go about publicizing the intimate details of the relationship. It is unethical for the husband as well as the wife to publicize the nature of the relationship and what happened between closed doors to the world out there, whether it's on Facebook or whether it's on any other social media platform. You know my husband what he did to me. You know my wife what she did to me. That is not permissible at all. La yuhibbullahu al-jahru Allah says Allah does not like people who go out publicizing the faults of others. Respect each other. And the Quran puts it so beautifully. If you are opting for divorce, then do it with kindness. Just as you brought your wife into your nikah with respect and dignity in the same way. In the same way, let her leave your home with respect and dignity intact. Allahu Akbar. Yes, divorce is permitted, but do it the right way. Let her leave your home with respect and dignity. It does not behove a believer to mock, run down, or ridicule his partner after the divorce has taken place. I want to emphasize another important aspect here. If there's children involved in that marriage, 
remember by divorce technically your relationship of husband and wife is over but your role as a father and mother is never over which means that you will have to work with each other for the rest of your lives because there's a child involved and i'm saying to the parties don't be selfish the children don't deserve this if they have to go through divorce then number one take them for counseling let them come to terms with what's happening number two put your selfish ego behind you and put your children in front of you they are masoom 7 years old 8 years old just the mere effect of talaq is so devastating imagine witnessing the next 15 to 20 years of both mother and father fighting with each other or the mother trying to poison the child you know your father is like this you know what your father did when you were together or vice versa the father trying to poison the child is so innocent he needs a healthy environment to grow up in he needs to focus on his life ahead he's got his career ahead of him put your selfish ego behind you leave your battles behind and look at the relationship between you and your children it is not fair it is not fair it is not fair that children have to bear the brunt of the divorce they are too innocent they are masoom they cannot go through this we need to put our battles aside when it comes to our children allow them the room to prosper allow them the room to grow up in a healthy environment and i feel that the families play a bigger role here than anyone else the parents on both sides need to make them understand my daughter things did not work out between you and your husband i understand that but today we've got children to worry about let's put our differences aside for the sake of our kids for the sake of our kids let's put our differences aside and let's see how we can help them grow and i'm telling you it is possible to nurture children even after divorce when we respect each other yes you had your differences yes things did not work out between the two of you but now there's another opportunity it is you and your children it is not fair that we use them as tools of manipulation for our greedy endeavors that is not right may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the ability to practice on what has been said uh, in summary i mentioned that if this crisis in the home the sharia wants the couple to discuss it amongst themselves through mutual communication and dialogue if that does not help the sharia says go for arbitration appoint a representative from his side and from her side and let him work out things the third thing the sharia wants if that does not work go for counseling fourthly if these channels do not produce any fruitful results then the sharia also says you can't opt for divorce but do it the right way and the right way is the husband issues one divorce in a clean cycle without sharing the bed with her and he allows her to go through with her iddat when the iddat is finished she is free to do whatever she wants and lastly i mention that let's keep the children ahead of us when a divorce takes place 
Yes, husband and wife relationship is over. But the fact that you are a father or a mother, that can never be taken away from you. You will remain the father and the mother of the child. And so you need to work hand in hand with each other to see how the child can prosper.